Living Local, telling the stories that connect us. A United Way of Greater Milwaukee and Waukesha County podcast. Today we continue our conversation with Jessica Osenbruga, who was in New York City on 9-11 and made it her personal mission to find a woman whom she had never met, but was from her hometown of West Bend, Wisconsin. In case you missed it, Jessica shares her experiences of the attack and its aftermath in episode one. Now back to our conversation with Jessica. You've alluded to it, but Andrea did not survive the attack. Um, where was Andrea on 9-11? Uh, good question. She was on the 92nd floor of the North Tower. Um, I don't think she was able to achieve um, any kind of a communication out. I know that this day has a lot of stories that people were able to call and so forth. I don't think she was able to achieve achieve that. I think I think there was some evidence that there was maybe an attempt to try and call out uh, to her family, but she she was they never they never connected. Again, she had flown in on on the tenth of September late at night for her first business trip. Was supposed to be meeting somebody that morning for her business meeting. Uh, Andrea actually lived in Chicago. Uh, she had just become engaged about two to three weeks prior to September 11th. She just was coming in for a day or two to, for a business meeting. And she went up in the elevator and uh, was supposed to meet her, her, her professional contact. Um, and that, that was it. It's hard to even know where to where to go from here, um, but you are doing some pretty amazing things with the group of people you said all met and have become a fellowship around this one person, Andrea. Um, can you talk a little bit about what's happened since? Um, as a group, we've we've certainly have, we we see each other every anniversary and we stayed um, in contact uh, through the years. It was back in 2014-ish that there was an idea um, to apply to the city of New York, Port Authority, and some of the um, groups there that were, um, they had, New York City had decided to donate pieces of the World Trade Center to nonprofits uh, nationwide as part of memorials that were going up in communities um, across the nation. In the greater West Bend area, specifically in Kewaskum, which is outside of West Bend, there was an initiative to make this application for a piece of steel. And the application was um, done uh, through the Kewaskum Area Arts Council, um, and it was approved. Under the Kewaskum Area Arts Council is our group, which is called the Kewaskum Remembers Memorial Park uh, Commission. And Kewaskum is where Andrea went to high school, Kewaskum High School. And so we had quite a, quite a time in uh, trying to transport a piece of steel from New York City, was sitting in the JFK hangar, to um, Kewaskum. But we were so glad to have this grant application uh, approved. So what will be the core piece to the Memorial Park um, in Kewaskum is this 2,200-pound piece of steel that comes from the North Tower. It's an I-beam piece from the lower level. And the park um, will be in front of the Kewaskum Firehouse. Uh, the village of Kewaskum has donated the land to our group to build uh, this memorial park. The Kewaskum Fire Department has been very uh, supportive. 
Uh, we have a wonderful architect that has done the preliminary designs um, for the park. And what we're striving to do with this memorial is to, um, we want everybody to know that it's not just a Kewaskum thing or a Washington County thing or a Wisconsin thing. It's a global thing. Everybody in the globe can be involved or visit a part of this, this park. We want it to be educational. We want it to commemorate uh, the nearly 3,000 lives lost that day. Andrew Lynn Haberman is the inspiration uh, for this park. Um, but we want to commend and applaud emergency first responders and uh, military men and women. Um, and we are also incorporating in um, information and themes and elements of volunteerism and community and uh, the random acts of kindness um, by strangers and and we're trying to make it an inclusive open beautiful place for all to come the park will have incorporated into its elements there were um, these oak trees that have been around the original world trade center site and some of them uh, did not make it when the towers fell um, but some of them did and we actually have um, saplings of those original trees that will be donated and incorporated into the Memorial Park. What we um, had decided um, with this piece of steel that we have, it's sort of on a traveling um, show throughout several Southeast Wisconsin communities leading up to the 15th anniversary of uh, September 11th. For Waukesha County communities purposes, actually the first event will be on September 3rd which is a Saturday at uh, Martha Merrill's Books and uh, Toys from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., and it's going to be a book reading of the book called Just a Few Sleeps Away by author Mike Nichols, former Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reporter. In line with the 10th anniversary, he had written this book about the Haberman family and their quest for healing in the aftermath, and this book was just accepted into the National 9-11 Museum in New York City in 2015, and we're very proud of that. Friday, September 9th, Friday Night Live will start at 6.30, and, um, and at 7 o'clock uh, we'll begin the uh, 15th anniversary 9-11 uh, memorial service. And this will start off with the Waukesha Police and Fire Department Honor Guard um, doing a march down Main Street, and they will be... Um, headed towards the Five Points area of, of the downtown area. And we will be showcasing the 2,200-pound piece of steel from the North Tower. Um, it'll be placed right in the middle of the Five Points. I'll be giving an opening remark or, or statement, and I have the honor and the privilege uh, to introduce Waukesha Mayor Sean Riley, um, who will be uh, speaking to the group. And then um, we are uh, attempting a uh, synchronized... Uh, singing of God Bless America, um, including um, all the, the, the ten stages, the bands um, will be playing along or, or singing along, so we'll see how that works. On Saturday, September 10th, uh, the steel will be at the Waukesha Farmer's Market from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., um, and we will be hosting a corn roast fundraiser uh, for the Kewaska Memorial Park. And you're a pretty big part of the Waukesha County community. Um, you know, you grew up near here um, in the West Bend area, and you now are the executive director at the St. Joseph's Medical Clinic. Yes. And 
you want to tell us a little bit about how that came to be? Sure. Um, so after um, uh, September 11th, so actually, well, before September 11th, I was working in the financial uh, industry, and I was a financial um, writer of financial uh, materials, which um, is actually a really interesting um, role. Um, but it was because of September 11th that I switched uh, to nonprofit. I knew um, then that I wanted to help. I wanted uh, to serve. It took me, you know, a little bit of, of some time. I, I started out volunteering um, with nonprofits, and um, eventually just sort of started at the kind of the um, entry level of just being basic reception. And I started out in the free and charitable clinic world back in 2000 about 2009, early 2010, somewhere in there, and ended up at St. Joseph's Medical Clinic uh, June of, of 2015. And uh, I enjoyed um, working with St. Joseph's Medical Clinic very much. Um, I'm approaching my eighth year in Free and Charitable Clinic. Um, and as executive director, um, you know, EDs in, in Waukesha talk about it quite a bit, that when you're executive director, you're always doing, you know, quite a bit of paperwork and, you know, these kinds of things. And um, you may not always come and uh, touch all the time um, with those you're serving. And and it's like that for me in, in my role a little bit. But I do really strive uh, very hard to connect with patients uh, that we're serving. One of the things that, that has stayed with me since September 11th and, and probably is just a part of, of, of me and you know in my experiences is I always feel very concerned um, about people who who feel isolated they might feel they're vulnerable at St. Joseph's Medical Clinic we're serving individuals who are uninsured um, they may have a lot of other kind of socioeconomic barriers that makes it hard for them to focus on their health goals and um, and sometimes they're oftentimes isolated they may come in through our doors and we're the first people they've talked to all day long. And it's important to me that our patients feel welcomed, encouraged, supported, that they're in an environment that is compassionate and that they do not feel alone. And we do want you to move forward in your health, in your life, in your community in the best way, and how, how can we help you? That's really incredible. Thank you for sharing all of this. And I do, um, I think our listeners are going to be wondering, like, how is life for you now? I know it's been quite a journey. We've talked a little bit before about the emotions and the healing that you've done. Well, um, I know that um, I've actually been asked this question, um, you know, quite a bit. And um, um, every year... And every day I wake up and, and I always think about uh, Andrea Lynn Haberman. Um, and I think about what kind of person she was. I didn't know her uh, myself, so the only way that I have a living memory of Andrea is the stories that I've heard about her from her family and, and, and friends. And um, while this is a time of... Um, reflection and commemoration, there's always an element of, of, of sadness. Um, you miss the person, you feel sad for her family. Um, but I, I, I think that I, I try very hard 
um, even in this tragedy, to find the positive. And, and I think what the positive is is that there's so many wonderful people amidst our communities that come together during times like this. And uh, they want to do the right thing. They want to do um, the right thing by their community and incredible work in their community and, and work together and visualize a future and visualize a goal and um, think about what's possible in all of this. Um, so I really hold on to those um, things, and I, and I think just in terms of, you know, the Memorial Park Project, how much we've accomplished thus far and um, what we're trying to do. And, but I, I also feel that in, in my personal life, the Waukesha community is, um, I, you know, I'm relatively new here, been here for a year, is um, a very fulfilling and satisfying um, community for me. I love it here in Waukesha. I certainly have found an environment, my local environment, that's just incredibly supportive, cares about its community members and the events going on. It's, it's a wonderful place, so that helps me is I try to reconcile this um, every year to move forward myself and, and heal uh, from this every year. It doesn't mean that I don't get haunted by you know certain things or think about um, certain things, but um, as my life moves forward, I try to connect to the good and positive and you know how do we approach doing the right thing for each other as friends and neighbors and community. For our listeners, people who are sitting at home listening to this podcast, what advice would you give them for getting involved? Um, I would certainly advise uh, to check out our website at kewaskammemorial.com. Kewaskam is K-E-W-A-S-K-U-M. We have a lot of information about the plans for the Memorial Park, the events that are coming up, not only just in Waukesha, um, but also um, in other uh, Southeast Wisconsin communities. I did want to mention we are planning on having a parade memorial service and fundraiser on the day of September 11th, which is a Sunday in Kewaskam from 8.46 a.m., which is when the first plane went in, to 2 o'clock p.m., we have a lot of just information and postings on our website, um, you know, about that. You can connect with us on Facebook. It's Kewaskam 9-11 Memorial. Feel free to come to the events. They are open to the public. They're free to the public. And feel free to send us an email. Feel free to, you know, send us your thoughts. We like to um, hear, you know, suggestions and ideas, for, you know, from the um, southeast Wisconsin area about the Memorial Park and project. And we hear great ideas all the time. Great. Thank you so much for sitting down with us today, Jessica. And thank you so much. That was Jessica Osenbruga, who shared her story of being in New York City on 9-11 and how she continues to commemorate fellow West Bender Andrea Lynn Haberman, who lost her life on this day. Living Local is produced by myself, Rebecca Shimke, Katie Kuhn, Melissa Hannon, and Brian McCaig. A special thank you to Ethan and Maeve McCaig for providing the music and voice talent for our introduction. To learn more about United Way, including how you can support our podcast, visit our website at www.unitedwaygmwc.org forward slash podcast.